sitting like you wanna be calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind it, find all of the time. Welcome. It's two o'clock. It's time. Some call me Tim. When you hear the trippy music, you know it's time to talk about God. Or gods. Or whatever you believe in. And whatever our special guest today believes in. I think he believes in himself. You know, that's true. Uh, other than that, we don't know yet. We're going to delve into that here on Some Call Me Tim. In the second hour, be excited. Because it's pervert fervor. Pervert fervor. Coming up here on MutinyRadio.fm. It's two o'clock. Uh, hey, special guest, come on in. Everybody clap your hands for our special guest. Yay! Hey, wherever you like, there are four microphones. Uh, my special guest today on Some Call Me Tim is Terry Dorsey. Hey, what's going on, fam? Hey, do you know why we call the show Some Call Me Tim? No, I have no idea why it's called that. Uh, so, have you ever heard of a little movie made by Monty Python called uh, The Search for the Holy Grail? Yeah, yeah. So, there is a character in it, Tim the Enchanter. Mm-hmm. And it's when he's, they're going to go over the bridge, and um, he tells them riddles, and, and he says, Some, there are some who call me Tim. And then he blows things up. And okay. Anyways, the, the my Python Search for the Holy Grail is about people the hubris of man seeking the chalice from the gods but it's <laughs> yeah. it's really about so the show is about talking to people about what what they believe in and what they don't believe in and gotcha, and gotcha. what uh, how they're raised so i usually start with uh, do you believe in jesus yeah i do do you really i do so are you an active christian no no but you believe in jesus were, you, were you an active christian at one point yes i was very much so i was a raised southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. Yeah. Ooh. Well, both of my parents are from Mississippi, man. So it kind of just comes with the territory. So you sing this, you gospel singer? You like, you like the. Yeah. I still oh. like gospel music to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't beat it out of you. Nah. nah. Uh, well, you mean the Bay didn't beat it out of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the, but, so you were, you were a hardcore religiosity. For sure. For most of my life, up until I was probably about. I'd say like 22, 23. What? Well, what what happened at 22 or 23 that made you make that break? It started a little earlier than that. It's just religion itself is a man-made idea. Okay. You know, it's something that we've come up with to help us try to figure out all these little idiosyncrasies of our life. So what I started seeing was the breakdown of the business machine inside of the religious regimes. The business, like, with, like, are you talking about tithing with the money? Not or even just they... with tithing money, like the hierarchy of religions and, and things of that nature. Basically, I started seeing it as more of a business and less of a blessing. Wow. Uh, not that I have. Let's see, the thing is, it's so interesting because I don't really have a problem with organized religion. You know, I believe whatever it is that you need to cope with what's happening day to day, do that. <laughs> wow, know? wow. But uh, I myself, I just don't subscribe to it anymore. I've, I've gained a lot in my life from organized religion. It's sure. given me a lot of direction, it's given me purpose, and it's allowed me to know that there's more things at work than what we see every day. So, this is great. You. Do you. Uh, <sighs> So we we have very we have very similar upbringing. I was raised super Christian, and I mm-hmm. I believed in Jesus really hardcore, and I I loved the Lord. 
A lot. A lot. Okay. More than a lot. Like, I was a religious zealot. I just really was on fire for Christ. Right. Going to Mexico. Ooh, that's loud. Going to Mexico. Uh, building houses for poor people. Gotcha. Loving, loving Jesus. Right. That's good. That's all good things. But except that it was the it was the hypocrisy of the people in the religion that correct made me yeah leap away from it and think that um, I, I don't I can't well but we're, we're talking about you today well no that's so you but you still you still you still believe uh, for sure well the thing is I believe like religion is preschool for adulthood oh that's cute because I think it's a great place to start it's a great place to awaken your mind to open your mind to uh, open your spirit even you know what i mean i think these are that's a great place to get it going um and if that's something that habit and that ritual in that particular situation is good for you cool that's great but even if it's not i mean i'm not advocating for people to go or not to go you know i'm just saying if that's something that you do that's something that i've done and i thought i found it to be very beneficial for my life what's your favorite ritual what's your favorite religious ritual praying praying mm-hmm. okay so you I, and I used to pray to the to the Jesus, and he was my invisible friend. And I always wanted to have a large cat, mm-hmm. who was my invisible friend that I could pray to. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't allowed to have a large fuzzy you, cat yeah, friend. Yeah, probably should have been from Asia or something. But, it was a, like a werewolf, or but Egypt. a cat. Well, I, I. The point is that Jesus, I can pray to. I'm allowed to because he's, the, but he's made up. But mm-hmm. my imaginary friend, who's made up, is not okay. Did Jesus actually walk on earth? Is it completely a fable? See, that's my whole thing. It's like a lot of people look at it as, well, Jesus is fake. Well, I guess you want to go ahead and say Buddha is fake. I guess you want to go say a lot of other people are fake because these people exist and there's a reason why they want to tell this story over and over again. Oh, yeah, over and over the same story. I think it's kind of no question that he actually existed, whether or not he did the, you know, crazy Jesus stuff. Is, is well, I mean, it, could it have been a stretch of the imagination? Could it have been an exaggeration of the story? True. But why was this person's particular impact so great on humanity to the fact that in 2016 we're still talking about him today? <sighs> it's a reason. And that's what I mean. Like, dude, well, you know, it's, it's so funny because they, they call Jesus the son of Christ, right? Then they call all of us the children of Christ, right? Right. Which means any one of us could be Jesus. Any one of us could have been that person. This person took that a lot but more then, now the, but why does there have to be sacrifice in the myth? Like, mm-hmm. can't Jesus just be a cool guy that like? Why did why did they have to kill? Him? What is it about our you know, humanity it's, it's that so our, even our God has to be killed? It's so funny that you say that, and I think it's uh, it's, that's a really interesting point because it it was the sacrifice that he made that everybody speaks about, right? And it was the sacrifice more of not to worship any gods. And I mean, I I see this in every religion. No idol gods, right? Don't have any idol gods. Don't have any idol gods. But have this idol god. And that's what I mean. It's it's like we missed the mark. Like, I I really believe, and this is just some of my core beliefs now as an adult, right? I'm 37, so I've lived a little bit now. Yes, I do believe there was a design to this. Yes, I do believe that there was a design and why we ended up on top of this pyramid. I also believe that we were put here not so much just to worship someone aimlessly, but also to live. I mean, why give somebody such a great and amazing world and not want the experiences? Even in the Bible, it says, I don't want, I can make the rocks cry out for me. That's said in the Bible, right? So if this is a person that's all powerful, I just want, if, if I just wanted a person to worship me, I can make mindless people. But what a beautiful sentiment that I want to make something great for them to enjoy and for them to have to find a reason, try to figure out what's going on here and me being the reason. 
that's what I like, and that's where I'm at with it. I think uh, maybe part of the answer to Pam's question about uh, sacrifice is because I, I can't remember if it was an accident or our own fault, but we wound up with free will. Mm-hmm. Oh right. no, God gave us. It was always supposed to, but that's my whole point. I don't never, I never, that was the reason. That was kind of for what I was I thought it was, I thought it came when we understood that we were naked from the apple, that we weren't True, supposed but it to was the, it was Well, it was like, listen, I'm telling you not to do something. It's just like when your parents tell you not to do something. Like, hey, don't come in my room after 10 o'clock, because if you come in here, you're going to see me banging your mom, and you're not going to understand it, right? Right, 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 right. And right. you're like, okay, I won't go. Okay, I won't go. And one day, you're like, I know it's 10, 15. Yeah. I'm going in there anyway. Now, you are responsible for the actions that point forward. That was the whole Apple and Eve thing. And and that, to me, a lot of it, and this is kind of one of the things with religion. And mind you, the Bible's been translated a million times, right? Yeah, yeah. A million different ways from different dialects and things that I Yeah, mentioned. Aramaic and exactly. everything else. It's so crazy. there's a lot of things in the Bible that were lost in translations. The Gideons actually, when they used to, remember the Gideons Bible used to always be in the hotels? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, it used to be. This is something my pastor shared with me when I was really young. That uh, there used to be a, a, a little like write up in the front of it from the Gideon saying, "Hey, listen, we've translated this, and this is our thing, and this is what we do." But you got to understand, this is literally just a translation. So for you to get a better understanding of the text, you need to dig a whole lot deeper. You need to get a Greek huh. and Hebrew Bible and a Greek and Hebrew text of the Bible, and then maybe you'll get a better understanding. But this is just a general overview, right? Because if you're going from Greek and and the word love has like there are you know 40 different translations of the for word sure. love yeah. in Greek there's like the filial love there's like brotherly love there's like all of these different exactly. kinds of love yeah. and then you just say you know for God so loved the world well which love did he love the world with and then why sure. why, do, why do we hate the gays yeah. <laughs> just kidding well, I mean, but see, but no 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 but that's my whole point it's like all right. the different agendas like what's the most respected version of the bible uh, I don't know if it's the King James anymore. King James. I, I think That's it's the, NI, the NIV. Well, the New International pretty, Version is also up there. But people the King like James the NIV. internationally yeah. has usually been the standard. Like, as a matter of fact, that whole movie with Denzel Washington was about him protecting the King James Bible yeah. and having the text in Braille. I got, I got I got in trouble. I didn't get in trouble. I got uh, frowned upon in Michigan for removing the Bible from my hotel room and giving it to the front desk. Oh, get out. They said it had to stay? No, they didn't say it had to stay, but they just were just like, what the fuck? You know, like... like, like what type? You're a sadist. Yeah, just, I'm yeah. just like, sorry, I don't believe this shit. That kind of creeps me out. I don't want it in my room while That's I sleep. That's tripped out. It creeps me out. I don't want it in my room when I sleep. I don't need that's these words. That's hilarious. I don't yeah. need these words next to me, but that's what I'm saying. These you are the things that religion... You need to put that into a joke. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Those are the things that religion does to people. It divides us as much as it brings Zombie us together. Zombie Jesus, it divides. Oh, let's talk about division. You're a black dude. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? Do you like? Here's a question about religion. How do you feel about the Mormons? Uh, I think the Mormons are just another group of religious people who've come up with their own beliefs. They did not let black people in their church until 1978. Black people weren't allowed to be Mormons. Well, true. Until black 1978. Black people didn't have Christianity before slavery. All oh, of these I things. I didn't even think about that. Think about that. We didn't have Christianity in Africa. It was. It came to Africa well after slavery. Although there's a Ethiopia, there's um, a huge sect if, because of the 1600s. There were some um, people that traveled down to Ethiopia, and so they are hardcore Christian. In oh, Ethiopia. for sure, yeah. They have like 162 days of like different feasts and fasting, and they are so hardcore Catholic. They've yeah. got like these. Ethiopia is insane about it, but yeah, it's because sure. they were sort of colonized in like the 1600s. Well, true, and then it's so strange because you know we didn't have Christianity before slavery, yet most of the things in the Bible took place in 
or on the continent of Africa. Interesting. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why I know, like I said, religion itself is man-made. It's just our ways of trying to figure it out. So the Mormons, they figure something out. Just like I said earlier, how any of us could be Jesus, uh-huh. right? Well, maybe they did run into somebody who was pretty special, like Jesus, who was able to tame the masses like Jesus, who seemed to be powerful like Jesus, and that's why they started following him. That was the reason why, in my mind, Jesus had to be sacrificed. Because if I'm walking the earth and I'm God, then who is God? That means we don't have a God. That's basically what he's saying. So I have to give my life and devotion to the fact that I need you guys to praise the true God, not this man that's walking but amongst you. How, how do you divide that from, you know, the Mormons versus, like, the David Koresh situation in Waco? Well, I mean, David Koresh or even the Jehovah's Witness. Right. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, anything good is going to have some bad eggs in it. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of like, okay, like a lot of people get upset with me that are Christians because I'm also a Mason. A lot of people were really? like, how can you be a Mason and be a Christian? You know what I mean? And a friend of mine was at my house. It's strange, like, you know, because a lot of people look at, at Masonry as a religion. Well, yeah. You know? and Don't you wear, you wear weird hats. You do ritual, right? Yeah, for sure. So, so the, po- wear, the Pope wears weird hats. Exactly. So, but that's, it's just ritual in a different way. Like, True, it doesn't but that's mean it's also completely religious. Masonry has nothing I'm not saying it doesn't have anything to do with religion But masonry at its core is not religious And I mean this is me speaking A mason you know what right. I mean It's not a religious organization is this, uh, is It's this, a satanist organization uh, Just kidding <laughs> I mean that's what everybody said What isn't a satanist organization Is this, where, is I mean? this where the Illuminati starts Well I mean I guess I don't know could be older I don't know I don't know much about the Illuminati I just like to speculate on them Because it's funny Yeah no I think it's great (laughs) And a lot of people Look at me like Oh okay well that means You're down with the Illuminati I'm totally down with the Illuminati I mean we're all down With the Illuminati Don't we spend money every day yeah. Don't we go to work to get money? And that's yeah. all an Illuminati thing, right? So if they, Illuminati, they were all 12 gauge shoddy. Yeah, uh, blows, right, blows like a 12 gauge shoddy. Feel me? Feel me? I don't make a lot of money. I don't spend a lot of money. And the only thing I really spend it on is. Uh, Mutiny radio. Well, and drugs. <laughs> uh, There's and, a difference? And, um, and alcohol. Alcohol, food, and drugs is yeah. pretty much the only thing I spend my money on. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I just don't like paying taxes. That's like against my religion. Uh, so Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh God, he scares the crap out of me. Aren't you scared? Are you scared? I'm so happy Trump is in office. Are you really? It's about time. Aren't man. you scared? You're not nah, scared. But this thing, this doesn't but affect us, man. Listen, does. we had a black president for the last eight years, and they were killing black people in That's the street true. like they it was a fucking killing. video game. Right. So I don't care who the president is. Interesting I really don't care. thoughts. Interesting. I don't okay. have the right to have an opinion. I checked out years ago. <laughs> I have my own bubble. I'm a selfish fuck. And yeah. I, 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 I hate what I see everybody write, not for their opinions, but for how it makes me feel. And I know that's selfish yeah. and awful, but I can't, I can't grasp the world in a whole. Like I can't either. I can't. I can't and I think that, uh, you know, one of two things is going to happen. Either the Democrats are right and it's going to be basically the beginning of the end of America. I, I, or, or, or Donald Trump and the Republicans are going to get it right and show us like, hey, no, no, no. If you guys would have just given us control before, we would have shown you how to fix this country and even better. So maybe Donald Trump's America becomes a great America because he's not a Republican. I mean, he's definitely with the Republican Party, but he's not a fucking but Republican. he hates women. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. I don't know if he hates women or he likes talking shit about women. See, he doesn't is, respect women. We no, know that. No, he doesn't have respect for he women. You know why? Because he women. has money. And you know whose fault that is? And Pam, I know I'm in your house. It's women's fault. 
is women's fault for allowing rich men to do whatever they want to do. It's, it's and true. And you breed that environment. It, he doesn't even know he said anything wrong. Right. But These except weak that it's women, it's, weak women. Not but it's all because women. we're taught to be weak through all of the social cues. We're taught not to have control over our for own sure. bodies. For sure. It's a societal thing that's put upon us. And then when we react in this way, it's because, I mean, I've always been, I've never felt good enough because I'm a woman. And now really? it's actually, he's the president and I'll never be good enough because that fat fuck was yeah. judging women and he grabs them and he touches them and he kisses them. He does whatever he wanted, the Miss USA pageant. Miss and, and I'll never be wearing enough makeup and I'll, my legs will never be shaved enough and I will never be skinny enough because everything is through the eyes of a man because a woman isn't real anyways. We're just objectified and we're two-dimensional things that that have a really nice soft hole that people want to get into, but that's that's all that they want. We're not... And, and this was this is saying we didn't want a woman president. Anyone with a woman, a black yeah, dude, fine, a Jew, that's no problem. What I saw more but than a woman? That's what I saw more than anything, Pam. And, and so, that hurt and, me. And, and it hurts me. And it, I think that religion a lot of times keeps women subjugated and it keeps them yeah. quiet. Well, for sure. And and it was, it's, that's what it's designed for. You know, that's why I was. Oh my God, circling back yeah, to yeah, the yeah, King yeah. James Bible, right? Yeah. That's the King James version of the Bible, right? Well, King James was a dictator, and King James did everything the way he wanted to do. King James said, "I want this to be the, the standard." Bible. I'm going to make this the standard script. But that's one person. Right. He's still just a man. But we put this man's name on this Bible, and now this is the valuable Bible. You know what I mean? That's what they've been doing. In that, in the Bible itself, it even talks about how we should, you know, become uh, subordinate to our government and, and respect right. the law. What right, the right. fuck does that have to do? with my religion what right. if my laws tell me this religion no longer exists then what do you do because that's what's happened multiple yeah. times you know we're supposed to have ch separation of church and state but clearly clearly we. Don't. well yeah we're still People swearing in with our hand on the bible i doubt that right isn't that but yeah you know and that's that's what i look at man but i mean no it is unfortunate i mean to, to me it did i had no clue that it was possible for trump to win i didn't think so i'm either, pretty either. sure he tried I thought as hard it was as to sabotage joke. I, I woke up at midnight and i typed into Google who's president and it showed a picture of Donald Trump. I did it like five more times. Damn. Yeah. I was like, no, no, it no. can't be. No. Can't yeah. Be. Yeah. And then. Can't be real. Um, I mean, I'll say this is not related to politics at all whatsoever. And it's, uh, it's like my dad's like a weird old guy and he's, you know, kind of, he's his generation. He's like, yeah. got weird old guy racism. It's harmless, but it's still racist. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know he's a dickhead, um, but I love him. He's my dad. I'm I've the same way. My dad was the same way, bro. Mississippi man. Come yeah, um, I've never, <laughs> I've never that? seen him this happy. Word up. Yeah, I've never seen him this happy, and it's all for the wrong reasons. But I, I like seeing the old man that happy. Yeah, I mean, it was strange too to me because I was having a conversation. It's this girl, man, who will remain remain nameless, and she's beautiful. Okay, mm -hmm. she's like early twenties. You know, just this amazing girl, and I met her, and she's way too good for me. But I still try to keep in touch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she's way too young, but I wanted to keep in touch because she was cool and she was driven. And I really liked this girl, and she's been really keeping in touch a little bit more. And like, she hit me when the Cubs were about to win. Anyway, all that type of stuff, right? And I've been excited because I was like, yo, maybe this girl's kind of digging me. And then she like, she kind of dropped a bomb on me that I just didn't understand, and telling me that she voted for Trump yesterday. Interesting. And I was like, you're such a strong woman. You're this driven woman. You're all about business and empowerment, and 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 you're very very strong. What would um, allow you, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to look past all the other BS just to get somebody like Donald Trump in? Does she make a lot of money. She makes all right money. She's also like a TV personality and stuff too. So yeah, she makes money. If, a lot she, of made, if she makes over 
her 80 grand it's profitable for her to have trump as president no nah, for sure and i get that part and with her i'm also a fan of donald trump's just not as president like ever since he made this run for pre- actually even with the Barack Obama thing, when he was all pissed off at Barack and shit, I really wasn't even that mad at that. I was okay with him talking shit about him not, because he sounded stupid and it was hilarious to me, because he was like, uh, he doesn't even have a birth certificate. He doesn't see birth certificate. I was like, dude, he's already held an elected office for a number of years. That means you're saying that all the years of work he's done has been in vain, and all the years of work he's done for this government, for this city, like my city, Chicago, where he was a community activist or a community organizer. Yeah. You're saying that he did all that as a foreigner. <laughs> that's a that's about as legitimate as a U.S. citizen. I think you become serving your city, your state, and your country. Absolutely, you know. Can, so I didn't have a problem with that. It's just I like him as a businessman because the dude's resilient. He bounces back, and I think a lot of people have seen that, and that's what swayed their. But vote. if when you have when your companies go bankrupt multiple times, he said like thirteen bankruptcies. Companies Wait, go can, bankrupt, man. Can I ask you a question? It's part of business. Okay, so <laughs> it is. It's part of business, man. I, I got a I got a weird theory, but I think it's highly relevant. Um, um. Okay, so Friday, uh, I'm sitting on that bench outside, and um, I'm talking to a uh, trans person. Um, mm-hmm. She's crying because uh, Trump was elected, and right. she thought that all her rights were going to be taken away in the yeah, bathroom yeah. thing. And I was trying to think of something to cheer her up without, you know, crossing boundaries and you know whatever. And the only thing I could think of was I was like, look, I was like, I wholeheartedly believe that like. You know, the mass of America, you know, the people that are between here in New York, you know, all I got really is like their job, their family and television. Yeah. Um, and I wholeheartedly believe with all my heart, 100 percent, I don't care what you fucking say about me, that um, if it wasn't for uh, 24, the television show, yeah. that Barack Obama would have never been president. Huh. Why do you say? Wait, because, show me that connection. I've because, never seen 24. Because it has black, he has a black president that looks exactly like Barack Obama before Barack Obama was even elected. Yeah, it put their plan at the uh, idea. Right. And then um, HBO... Um, has I believe HBO has made uh, homosexuality way more uh, tolerable? Accept, yeah, tolerable for sure. And so I, I can watch men kiss and not get weirded out. Yeah, it started uh, with that. What was the one show about the guys? True in Blood. Oh uh, no, Oz. Oz, 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 Oz. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time I really I watched loved those Oz. Games. So I told her. I loved that show. There was a lot of. So I told her. I said, like, I'm, uh, there's several shows out now see. with positive trans people. Yeah. yeah. Shameless right now. They did a whole. Don't thing. tell me! Don't tell me! Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I can't afford the season, so I gotta wait till it's over. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. You, uh, Sense Eight too, though. Like I was just Sense on the Eight. set of Sense Eight. Yeah, exactly. No idea about this show. So imagine I walk into Sense Eight, no show. idea. So I think that there's some, you know, back. I don't know if it's uh, like some weird group. I don't know if it's somebody's funding this, but um, I feel like HBO has done wonderful things for uh, the gay and lesbian trans thing. Like True Blood, Oz. Well, yeah, a lot of sure. it has um, to do with um, the Wachowski brothers, now sister. Yeah, the Wachowski sisters. One of the, one of the, the Wachowski, he, he, she... He's, she, well, is she now? That's what, I, that's what I was told. Yeah, you said. You was, have to it was the Wachowski brothers. But it's now it's both Wachowski. of them. Oh, no, but True Blood's been did. around for decades. Both what? brothers are now sisters. Yeah, so they're yeah. brothers yeah. and sisters. I had no. no I thought closer. it was just. I thought, wow, that's. It amazing. started with the uh, the taller brother who, believe it or not, looks very feminine. Like I saw him on set or her on set, and that's what happened in my head. I was like, that person looks familiar and famous, but that was a guy, and let it go. And then I remember she looked at me. And so, I was just like, oh, okay. And then they were like, no, nah, dude, you're right. That's uh, that's the dude. He's now okay, a girl. Jane Don't make that mistake. So yeah. with, with that said, I feel like Trump's television shows prepared us more on... Well, not more. I don't want to judge anybody. But like prepared... Such a bad word. Um, the, the masses yeah. for 
his presidency, whether he was trying to do that or not, you know, with the apprentice. No, like, I don't think he was trying to do any of this, man. Did you see him on election day? Are you no, kidding but, me? He yeah, was praying to God. I don't even think he believes in God. He was like, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> you know, literally, his, yeah. I've never seen an election where the, the president-elect walks out and everyone looks scared. I've never seen that before in my life. Now, I was happy. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to tell you why. Because white people are dealing with what black people have been dealing with in this country forever. <laughs> You're scared of a racist president. This is hilarious to me. You know what I mean? I'm 37 years old, and I never thought white people would be so afraid of a racist president. It blows my mind. Well, I'm I'm sincerely worried about the upcoming class war. Um, I'm glad you said it that way, because that's exactly what it is. It's, 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 it's an upcoming class war, and it's unfortunate that we're still seeing color, yeah. because... It's the rich people against the poor people. The poor people. Yep. And the unfortunate thing is that we only give certain, uh, it's that we don't value labor. I, I'm a mm-hmm. communist, right? So like, I don't believe in religion. <laughs> no, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a socialist, I'm not a communist. But I believe that your work is your worth. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why manual labor or labor in the home is so devalued Mm-hmm. And why sitting in an office and passing memos around that doesn't exist on a computer right. in a cloud where nothing's being made and just you're being paid for your higher order thinking, except we've cold critical thought. There's all kinds of just problems that right, right. the rich people aren't working hard. Well, the poor the, people work very well, hard. You have to thinkers and the doers and the doers most times aren't great thinkers. So who do they look up to? Yeah, but the I'm, great thinkers. And that's why the thinkers control the world. The doers can get it done. The thinkers can put the plan into action to make it happen. You know, so except that you I'm can a get thinker, but because I'm a woman, I, my, my skills I can make, you've had my pot uh-huh. cookies. I make amazing pot cookies and food and stuff. And yeah. I have a lot of really great wifely skills that have never been, I mean, Martha Stewart started monetizing them in the 80s and it became homemaking, became this thing that I think has a little bit more value. Mm-hmm. But it was something that was expected of women. And now suddenly it sort of has value. Yeah. But it's the value of your work and for some reason, like I really value doctors. They have smarty pants thinking that I don't have. They have for bought sure. an education and they are doing something that I cannot do. For sure. But when people are making egregious amounts of money for doing nothing, it just, it makes me angry. I, I don't know what number you're it looking at, but focused. I had a kind of like a reverse situation with this when this whole candidacy started because um, it was when Bernie was very popular and he right. was talking about everything and... Um, you know, I made the mistake of telling somebody that, but like, I took some online quiz where I put in my um, a- annual income because I, I, I basically I didn't know who to vote for, and it said if you don't know who to vote for, just look at the numbers. So mm. I put in my annual info, and it told me to vote for Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> and, that worked out well. And uh, I didn't. I mean, obviously, I didn't do that. I didn't vote. Um, and that's my choice. Yeah, uh, for sure. And uh, yeah. so, anyways. Uh, you know, I was talking to this guy, a good friend of mine, and, um, you know, drug addicts uh, on EBT, but not making the best of it and, like, doing right. art and doing anything, right, just right. sitting at home, watching TV, getting fucked up. Not a comedian, just some dude. Yeah. Um, best, dude on a couch. Yeah, dude on a couch. And um, he had the gall to say to me that, um, like, I didn't deserve to make as much as I did and that he deserved more money. Um because uh, he was like too sad to go outside. <laughs> um, 
And that made me for a little while hate everybody I knew that was on food stamps because, I mean, the hours that I work are fucking insane. And the amount of shit that I do is like, dude. And he speaks a language that makes no sense. It's hilarious. We were hanging out and Mm -hmm. he was working in the back of the bar and he's saying these words and they're English words and they come together, (laughs) but they don't make any sense if you don't know what, it's so funny to listen to him work. (laughs) It's really funny. Just like copy, Wilco. Uh, you know, yeah. like, uh, I was like Mariner terms. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a tugboat dispatcher. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I yeah, remember yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wait a minute, did we? Did you just call me out as a comedian in a nation's late night wasted? Yep. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was you. Were you, it was just you and on Julie the girl? Ash. Yeah, yep. I was hitting on no, Julie. No, no it was, who was hitting on? I wasn't. Ju- that wasn't Julie. That was. Oh no, it wasn't Julie. What is her name? Julianne. Uh, it's someone with a J. She was from Chicago. She, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Julie Hardesty. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, called, I knew he was a comic, fam. I walked into the nation. We was open, was right? like, yeah, I was just cracking jokes. <laughs> and I was like, he's a comic. <laughs> You're a comedian. Where have you been performing at? And he was like, dude, how'd you know that? <laughs> yeah. so that crazy. is so funny. Yeah. Uh, comedian sighting. That's what I call it. That's how it works. Yeah. But see, that's God at work. That's my point. Now, ah. divine intervention. Think about that. I mean, and that's the other thing where it's like, yeah, is this stuff chance, like chances? It just happenstance. Because how many millions of people are there in the city of San Francisco? There's seven miles by seven miles. It might not even be a million people. I think it's about nine million. I sold. Is it nine million? I think like nine so. million I, yeah, I left my phone out there. We should Google it. Ah, yeah, we should But think about that. With all these people from all different walks of life and all these different things, right? How is it that you make these really interesting encounters that are that are basically set in front of you? You know what I mean? Like, guys, got to remember, I'm not from this city, so I came here. I didn't know anybody. I've huh. been basically in the Bay going on two years now. It might seem like longer, but I've only been here a year and a half. Huh. And with the people I've met and the connections I've been able to make, yeah, a lot of people are like, it's just me. They're like, oh, no, dude, you're a networker. That's true, but it's a reason why I'm a networker because some of this stuff, believe it or not, guys, is set out in front of me. I don't do it. See, now that's that's bizarre, though, that you take it off yourself. Why can't you take it for yourself and say, hey, I, these are my skills. I am yeah. a great people person. I do meet the right people. I don't and take I, it away from myself. I'm just saying that I know personally with myself, with everything I say and that I do, some of this stuff is just out of my control, man. It yes. really is. That's what I, I can't like. I That's why I can't believe in God or religion, because I cannot think about things I can't control. Right. right. See, now I'm on page. I'm on board with you. Because yeah, because then I because I get out of control. I start, you know, I'll get like I mean I won't anymore. But there's a point in my life where I was so fucking bad. I had arithmetia, which is like mm-hmm. when you you know it's like if you see a string of numbers, it could fuck up my whole day. Right. Or like if I'm walking right. and a street lamp goes out, and next two days are fucked. You know, like I just hmm. just weird. I'm connecting dots constantly. Right. I mean, it was because I was misdiagnosed with all these horrible meds, but. I I still have like a tiny ounce of it. Like if I see the right string of numbers, even now I'm just like, okay, shut the fuck up to me. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah, it's yeah. like I've been there. I never want to go back. So if I get into the unknown, like aliens, God, blah 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 blah, blah I'm just like, okay, you can acknowledge it. You can think about it once, but that's it. I feel you. I think it's different too. If you, I mean, I've walked in it, I can't, and I'm walking uh, in it. You know what I mean? It's very different for me. And I mean, I know, I, like I keep telling people, I was like, all right, if you don't believe, keep watching me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And keep paying attention because... I'm not saying I don't believe. I'm just saying I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll get you. I, like agnostic. I'm saying no, I no, don't no, no. believe. Like, like, I think it's random. Did I meet... Last night, I was drunk. I drank too much whiskey. Mm-hmm. Not too much. Just enough. <laughs> I guess. It's always just But enough. I met 
was it the whiskey? Was it God? Was it me? I met some Israeli guys on the street. I ended mm -hmm. up selling them weed. Like, how no, that's, that, that's how chance. did that happen? That's mad. That's usually and chance. This guy, he's I'm talking like, about he, deeper he, connections well, than that. And he was hitting on me, and I was like, I have a boyfriend. He's like, no, no, come back and talk to me anyways. And I was talking to him, and he's like, do you know do you, where we can get some weed? And I'm like, well, right I actually here. have some for yeah. sale. And I had a big bag of shake, and I was like, it's like 10 bucks for all this. And it was a ton. And they were like, what? We're Israeli. And his friends right, came over. Right. And then, then he, I was he was like, oh, do you have changed for a 20? And I was like, I don't. You can just take it. And he's like, no, why don't you take the 20 bucks? And I was like, yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah. Now, is that thing? God? Because I needed 20 bucks. No, the uh, same thing happened to me Friday not night. Maybe every time, you know. Except it wasn't, it wasn't really guys. It was Asian guys. I texted you. I said, I'm too drunk to drive. Can I hang out at Muni and play music? And then I came here, and there was just two weird guys talking about stuff. Um, on a podcast, uh, they were weird looking, but they were probably cool. Yeah. Um, so what? What time was it? What day was it? Was it was like one a.m. on like Friday night. Oh right, that's the Stranger in a Strange Land. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't realize. I don't know if I knew what time it was when you texted. Uh, you were probably asleep already. Um, <laughs> uh, we were all hammered, and then uh, so I just like hung out in the corner, ate a bowl of rice um, until I felt a little bit better, grabbed my shit, um, got in the car, and I realized I didn't have a lighter because you stole my lighter. Oh, I'm so that sorry. That's cool. So I pulled, was it blue uh, and tiny? It was either blue or gray. It was blue and tiny. It's out anyways, by that's the cool. way. I tried, to, I tried to light with it this <laughs> no, morning. She's like, yeah, it's like returning so, the car. Like, hey, dude, your car is out of gas. Uh, have some respect for yourself. So I pull over um, in front of F8. And um, I walk up to these two uh, Japanese men smoking cigarettes. And um, I go, hey, uh, uh, can I use your lighter? And the guy goes, uh, yeah, sure. He gives me a light. I'll have a cigarette. And his friend goes, uh, do you know where we can get weed? And um, the friend that we were with happened to give me a whole handful because she, she had to get on the plane. Oh. Uh, so she gave me like a half eighth. So, nice. Um, I was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, I have some. So I was like, put out your hand. And I gave him the thing. And I was like, how about I give you this weed for that lighter? And then... Um, <laughs> No, 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 the guy's like, uh, no, I was, no, the guy was like, do you want money? I was like, can I, can you just give me that lighter? Yeah. You know, for this weed? Cause I really need a fucking lighter, man. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, uh, but then I can't smoke the weed. And I'm like, I'm giving you like 20 bucks worth of weed. He's like, I'll just give you 20 bucks. And I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. Cause you could obviously just fucking take the $20, go buy a lighter and, a yeah, six yeah, yeah. and you're up 18 bucks. But, um, <laughs> so I was just like, fuck it. I'll just go buy a lighter. So I took yeah. this 20 bucks and then he's like, um, how do you smoke weed? Uh, so so I took out a dollar bill Who and I, I told him how to get a Swisher Sweet, uh, slice it down the middle, and then I taught him how to get, that you have to lick it from the inside. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to grab that too. Teaching okay. blunt rolling to the Japanese yeah. pervert fervor. He, he could have been Asian. I don't, I don't know. He could have been Korean. I, I'm not 100%. Sure, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Cool. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, well, you guys think about this, okay? This is what I'm saying. Like, I remember, okay, I got two quick stories, and you know my stories aren't really that quick. One story <laughs> was I was coming out of seventh and eighth grade. I was coming out of middle school, going to high school. I was a short, just actually became a taller kid. I was short most of you my. You were short. Out, dude, I was not that tall, man. Especially compared to some of my friends, man. What's short and to you? Short like five six. Okay. It's like how tall I am. Five seven. Um, well, I mean, in comparison to how tall I am now, you're like six one. Shorter right? is what I'm saying. Six two. Six two. Okay. So that's what I was saying. So I was like, you know what, God, okay. I I I, I looked at my sister's friends. You said, you I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was nah, a baller. Nah, nah, I, didn't I do wish that I yet. had a girl on the phone. I would call her. The height her. was just a blind blessing. Didn't even know how big <laughs> it was gonna be. But I was like, listen, I just want to have a couple friends, man. Like I, I have friends, but like I want friends like my sister had. Cause my sister had like they're still tight as 
tough as nails like they're the bomb to this day you know and i knew it and i saw it as a kid and i said god i just want to have a couple of friends like that is it possible for me because i really wasn't that dude that i was kind of quirky i thought i was funny you know what I'm saying? Wasn't really that acceptable in the cool crowd yet. Praying and then, for friends. New story. thing. And I asked for a couple of friends and I got, you know, hell, dozens of friends. I mean, when I could say real friends, we used to roll out 20 deep. You know what I'm saying? As a crew. And we're still tight to this day. I just went to one of my boys' weddings in Miami, right? So that was one thing. And the other thing is how I ended up in California. Why do you give this to God, though? You made those friends. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. did it, Terry Dorsey. True, yes. You did it. Right. I am the vessel. Okay? I did it. True story. I'm not saying you right. can't do it. It's faith. Even in the Bible, it says faith without works. It is, is by, it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourselves. It is the work of God, not by men, so that no man can boast. So look at this woman. Hail yeah, Mary. You were raised right. Hail <laughs> <Say>, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. So, I mean, but I, I, I saw what happened. I saw the changeover. And I saw the difference in people as I affected them. I didn't change much about who I was. I just saw the change in other people to accept me for who I was. Now, on top of that, even even past that, though, like I say that because that was very powerful in my life. And that's something where I felt a bigger connection to God because I saw it manifest in my life. I didn't become cool. I didn't buy a motorcycle. My dad didn't buy me a Mustang. You know what I'm saying? But somehow. I thought I you were going to say huge... buy me a mustache. <laughs> right. <laughs> I still don't have a good mustache, to be honest with you. But, you know, I saw that manifest. So it was weird. I had a comedy club. I did comedy from 2000 to 2006. And I, I had enough of it. And I started working. Hey, you started young. Yeah, I know. I was 20. You know what I'm saying? And when I started, 21 when I got on TV for the first time, right? Oh, so wow. I was blown away and I loved it, but it never went anywhere because I was part of the urban scene. And no disrespect to the urban scene, but you have to cross over still to the mainstream circus to really hit it big. You can make uh, money in the urban scene, but to really make it on TV, you got to come out. You got to do the NBC showcases. So you have to do that. So... I gave up. I said I gave myself five years. Some good stuff happened in the fifth year. Went to the sixth year and quit. Tried everything I could to get away from comedy. Every possible <laughs> thing. And down to opening up a comedy club on the side, in the south suburbs of Chicago. It lasted about a year and a half. Then we turned into a nightclub, right? That club closed down. And I was at a standstill in my life that I hadn't been in in a very long time. I had nothing to do. I had a little bit of money. Um, but not a lot I had a little bit of money left After this club Because I don't know If you guys ever Well you know These businesses <laughs> will drain Your pocketbook Yeah You know yeah. And I prayed to God I was like God listen I was about to take a job At a, at a hotel And I did not want to take This job at this hotel man And I said hey I'm not sure exactly what I want, what I need to do I'm not sure exactly What direction to take I just need a little help Focusing Now mind Dear you That's God. me that's me. What were you gonna say? I just said, dear God. Oh, you're still praying. You, but I mean, mind you, that's me though. I'm no. That's me saying, hey, listen, I need help with figuring this out. I need some direction. Okay. I got up from that prayer, and not even ten minutes after that prayer, I had a guy I used to work for call me and say, hey, Terry. Uh, no, he he hit me on Facebook and he was like, yo, going out to California, and just all he said. That's all he said. I'm going uh -huh. out to California, and I was like, yeah, we talked about that when I worked with you before. He said, yeah, well, I'm finally going, man. You think you can come help me? This is not 10 minutes after that prayer. You think you can come help me out here in California just for a couple, maybe two months? Wow. And I'll, wow. I'll make it worth your while. Yeah. And I said, yeah, right then and there. And the next week, I got on a plane to California and I've wow. been here going on three and a half years. Wow. In that time since I've been here, 
I got pushed back into comedy and not by other people, but by my own life. Gotcha. Where it's like, dude, I needed to maybe get you out of this environment to put you in a better environment to heal you a little bit. And I moved to Santa Rosa. What better healing place to move to than Northern California? Huh. Where I also encountered a lot of people who were atheists, which I was not used to, which made me question my beliefs and all these different things. But it's only made me stronger the longer I've been here because he was like, right, right. I know they don't believe, but watch how I do this for you. Watch how I move this so far out of the way for you. Watch how I put you in whatever position you want to be in in this city. And you don't know anybody here. So that's why when I say my beliefs are different, it's because I've had a personal walk. And in that prayer or meditation, even, no matter how you look at it, in that prayer and or meditation is all the same. Be quiet. Listen to your spirit, right? I'm I'm here with you guys on this podcast talking about God. It's it's all ah, ah, making me. I see. It's hard because I. I don't want to call it God because mm-hmm. I don't like it's a dude. Why does it have to be a dude? Everything's got doesn't to, have to be a dude. God itself to me has never no. been male or female. Really? Everything, every, nope. Including Jesus. Jesus was the son of God. That means God had to give birth to a child, which kind of makes him feminine. But also the strength of the man is what they always show. So I was always looked at it as the duality of a male and a woman. It's neither. Huh. I feel like Mary was raped by an angel with like the God insemination, right? Like Could've the angel been. came in the night and put the put the god baby juice in like a little turkey baster and stuffed it up there all right yeah. and or she maybe she was just covering why up did the virgin why did well saying? why did why and why did the birth have to be a virgin birth because somehow it's like the purity of a yeah. woman she was never sullied by a man like right. why does it have to why does a woman's sexuality have to be part of the whole Jesus thing. Oh, because no matter what we have on this earth, no matter what we look at every day, no matter what we create, there's still nothing more amazing than a woman, than a human woman. There's still very few things on earth that do for us what we do. This is where we're fucking shit up for women right here because we put women on a pedestal. It's like reverse misogyny. It's like backwards misogyny. It's like we paint this picture of a woman and they paint it for themselves too that they're supposed to be this perfect, beautiful, adorable, wonderful thing. perfect. And then when they don't get that Men get upset, sons get upset, yeah, I guess and then right. they hate themselves. I guess shit right bags just like us. Well, true, but I mean more so in the fact of what men do is great, right? I'm not yeah. discounting men. I think men are also amazing creatures that have developed this planet and, and, and created sciences and things of that nature that helps humanity. Not that women have it. I'm just saying men and women together, we're both pretty amazing pretty amazing it, it takes both of us to create us so at the end of the day there's no one that has any more power or truly is any more special Honestly, we're all just, I'm just we're saying all just people yeah well yeah we're totally just people you know what i mean for sure but even inside of that man i mean there's something about a woman the nurturing characteristics of a woman like i can go to my boy on a bad day and he, he gonna give it to me straight and i might need it that way right i might go to a girl on that same day and she may give it to me straight in a completely different manner because it's something about the makeup of a woman that is nurturing there's just something there that most men don't have and well, the average woman we don't have that connection we've taught women to, over the years to to build us up emotionally oh yeah for sure that too yeah that too but it's also i think something about childbirth it's because you can't breastfeed that's what i was about to say something about childbirth and being that connected to and the at process some point you were currency i mean yeah it's true it but is I mean, think about it. for us childbirth is a 10 second orgasm that's what men deal with for women childbirth is a nine month body changing life 18 18 plus years responsibility True. Well, the men, should, the men share that they but should they share that responsibility but sure. a woman literally has an 18 plus yeah 
there's nine in utero, and then there's 18 years yeah. where you are responsible, where For your life. needs are secondary. Yep. Where your wants, we get to leave. your wants and your needs are secondary. Yeah, for sure. Because and you have to nurture. Otherwise, it's going to die. Yeah. It's like you either nurture this thing that you made or it dies. Whereas guys just need to be like, oh, whatever. Just, uh, exactly. So, and, and there's something in all of that that makes women a little bit more special. Uh, to me, but not more special. I mean, like, it just makes you guys. I just want to be equal. I just, I don't even want to be special. I just want to be equal. I just want to be paid the same. I'm sorry that when you have a baby, you don't get paid for it. I don't know, like, man. Ali makes... Wong has some good points, man. I don't know if you guys watched Ali Wong's last special. Oh, I didn't. She I was didn't. mad at you. She didn't say your name in particular, but she was like, all these women who want to work, you pissed me off. We had it made. You know what our job was? No job. That was our job. <laughs> Except that then you're completely reliant upon another person for your for your ability to be alive. Yeah. Which is, I mean. Hey, man, let us have some credit. I mean, honestly, Jesus Christ, you guys gave birth. You guys did all that stuff. Can't we at least take care of you? No, we can't take care of you because that makes you feel small. Well, I, I just think but, that you know. I, I just think that when we put women on these on these pedestals, especially in young men's brains, um, and then they hit sixteen, and then girls start to you know become normal people and do yeah. promiscuous things and upset these weird young men with this painting of a perfect immaculate woman that their mother or father has you know put in their brain that's how you get weird like sexist trolls and, like, but I mean that's what I'm saying that doesn't even exist anymore bro I'm gonna be honest with Dude, you, have you been on I think in 2016 the, the idea of what a woman is compared to like 1996 when I yeah. was a kid is go to Stanford six months thing. ago oh, yeah I know with the rapist I get that yeah oh no that wasn't six months ago with the Stanford rapist when was that it was like maybe two or three months ago yeah yeah, because he was only in jail for 30 days. But no, no, I feel what you're saying. I'm just saying that the idea of what women are and what women could be and what they should do has changed dramatically. I'm not saying we've made an amazing stride, but it has changed dramatically. And I do believe people want to accept women. It's just it's no different than racism. I mean, you got to think. A lot of people want to do without racism. And other people can't wait to enforce racism. It's the same thing with sexism. We just yeah. love to hate as humans. We love to find something to hate. Why? And then that's the other. Okay, so here we go. We're talking about religion and mm -hmm. Christianity and seeking God's love and everybody love, mm. love, love. Why are people so hateful? And do we need religion to instill upon them I, some external morality because we're hateful, evil, horrible people? Maybe. What's going on with maybe, that? Maybe, Pam. You might have just hit it. I mean, honestly, what is it that keeps me from being a complete dick? Because I'm a dick by nature. You know what I'm saying? But what is it that keeps me from being a complete asshole? What is it that keeps me from saying, you know what? Fuck this chick. I'm about to beat her ass and take her purse. What keeps me from doing that? My morality. Right. That's what keeps me from doing that. Even though I know I'm 270 pounds and I can take any woman by the neck and wring her the fuck out, right? Or by the pussy, it's fine. Or now by the in pussy. this now you can describe what, her by the pussy, it's fine. That's what keeps me from okay. being that type of dude. Let me tell you guys something. It, so you think religion makes you a good person? I think religion helped make me a better person. I didn't say it makes me a good person. Okay. I think it can make a person who wants to be good a better person. It gives you a reason and purpose and rules in a world where we're just all agreeing to the rules anyway. The rule is don't hit a woman. I know a bunch of my boys that beat on chicks, though, huh. and they stay with them. I've never hit a woman. You know what I'm saying? I hit because my boyfriend of my, once. Well, I mean, I got smacked by a girl, <laughs> and I wanted to hit her. But the first reaction was to hit her, but I grabbed her, and I threw her across the room into my very nice California king-size bed. I, <laughs> just girl. to prove a point to her because it wasn't like the bed was closed it was a big ass bedroom I had at the time I had yeah. a couch in that bedroom I threw her like 10 feet and she was like did you literally just throw me across the room I was like yeah you just smacked someone who can pick you up and throw you across the room as if it's nothing 
think about that, you know. Yeah. And I'm, but that's what I'm saying. It's that morality in me lets me that keeps I, me from being a complete. I, I was on a dance floor one time, and um, you know, this one girl knocked into me. I bumped into this other girl. She spilled a drink on herself. She around clocked me in the eye. Yeah. Um. So I uh, I wound up threw a punch, stopped about half an inch from her face, yeah. and said, "Dude, how do you think that would have felt?" Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 And then uh, <laughs> she tried to get her friends to beat my ass. They all said no. Really? Yeah. They were just like, "Yeah, he's right." Oh no, I was ill. Like I'm, I'm very much about don't smack me. Don't. I mean, touch I was, me. I, I was 17 you. when I did that, but yeah. I would never do that now. But that's my thing. Like I was all about like, Yo, you don't touch me, I won't touch you. Let's just be cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when this girl smacked me, I was two of my other friends were there. We were just drunk. It wasn't even like an argument. Yeah. It was a playful thing. Yeah. But I don't play with violence. I don't I'm not gonna play choke you out in front of my boys. I'm right. not gonna play smack you. Don't smack me. I don't do the violence thing. Actually, with one you know, I, I did I did smack a girl one time. She she hit me, uh, I was at a party that was all cops. Yeah. Um Do you remember Fajita Gate? Fajita Gate. Now there were those uh, off duty cops. They're about twenty six years old. Beat some yeah. dude up and ate all his fajitas. <laughs> was that here? Yeah. I must not have been here yet. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so they were my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, not proud of that. Yeah. But uh, I was at a party that they were throwing, and um, you know, I had a really big crush on this girl, and she knew it. And she was just using me for it, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I didn't know it then. But um, so she just like starts slapping me in front of all these cops and laughing and laughing. She slaps me again. She slaps me again. She slaps me again, and I'm like, yo, I'm like. You know, I'm trying to block them, and then I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna give you three more swings, and then I'm gonna backhand you. Yeah. And then, uh, sure enough, I backhanded her in front of about eight cops. <laughs> and she, you told her, look, man. yeah, and they just were pointing and laughing hysterically at her. Um, they like, that's because they was like, that's kind of what you get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's my whole point. It's like a lot of those girls who do that type of I'm not saying I'm, I'm advocating violence on either side. Male no, or female, no, no. But those chicks who want to smack dudes and put their finger all up in dudes' faces and push us past the point, because rage is rage. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You want to push people past the point, then expect us to have to be cool about it. The only thing that's keeping us cool about it is one of two things your morality or the law. Well, it's like now if I get mad, I don't trust any of my emotions because I like if something happens where like I could have multiple emotions from it I have to like shut off all my social media and like right. just like because I like I'll get drunk and start saying bitch shit online or like hard shit or whatever yeah no I've done that too yeah and, um, all drunk Facebook and uh, Facebook. I, I, I don't regret I, I don't regret it but because um, you meant it at the time yeah I meant it at the you time know. and uh, but then I was just like I don't even I don't A I don't trust how I feel mm-hmm. because I'm upset yeah and loaded <laughs> yeah. Um, and like B why the fuck does everybody need to know yeah and that's what I'm learning bro like this year is my last year participating in social media on a personal oh level, yeah I just on deleted a personal level I just deleted Facebook so yeah. I'm trying to like figure out how to promote without it and yeah if, if you find out tell me how yeah good luck well what I'm gonna well, you know, can keep you, you can, can keep messenger is, you can keep messenger interesting what I was gonna say what you could do is well I mean what I'm suggesting what I'm doing which is pulling my emotions out of social media pulling my personal self out of social media I don't want to post any accomplishments I want to make it my professional social media pages I want to get forward. a cardboard thing and hang it up here at Mutiny somewhere and just have it be like my wall and people could just like leave messages right. yeah, on you it. You know what's funny? Yeah, come back up with a real wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like let's, yeah. let's do some can graffiti I, Can I rent like three feet by three feet on of wall space? You do whatever you want. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, it'll be my Facebook page. 
But we got to think of a new page name for it. I, mean, I don't want to get sued by Facebook. Even when I looked at like the social They're media. They're not going to come after They don't care about you. <laughs> they don't care about you. No, they care yeah. about making money. But like, even well, they with, care that, about- with the followers and stuff, it was so funny. How nobody wants to believe in God. Nobody believes in any of these things. But we believe in things that don't exist every day. You follow people you've never seen on the internet because they posted a couple cool pictures. And that's the society we live in. You show somebody a couple cool pictures, I'll follow you to the end. You know what I mean? Give somebody a catalog of stories that show that there was something of value to this idea. They'll say, nah, I don't want to believe in that. I'm not following that idea. I I started this pervert fervor thing that I'm doing. I started on a podcast, and it's just me practicing Uh um, this crazy contraption that I play. And um, Yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah, and uh, I don't get a lot of plays, but I put it out on iTunes. But I looked at the stats. It's all over the fucking world. Like yeah. uh, one dude in Iraq listens to it nine times a week. Uh, like, yeah, it's like, is that a soldier or is that like right. ISIS or like? You don't know what's going on, but yeah, I dig it. Yeah, somebody building like a bomb while they're listening to my music or like fucking. Right, that's it's out there now. But, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. it's out there now. I mean, it's a very interesting sounding. Yeah. Instrument. So I could, that's not so much racist. That's like right on point. <laughs> that's like saying, dude, where Michael Jordan can't play basketball is wrong. That's kind of on point. You shouldn't be rocking basketball shoes. You're a hoop. Right. That's just me. Right. Get yeah. the shoe fit. And quite the literally. instrument kind of looks like a bomb. <laughs> yeah. When I walked in, I was like, is everything okay? <laughs> Immediately. I was like, what's happening with this? All right. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just the whole thing. Like, follow me on social media. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Make me an idol. Make me something to worship. Look at my pages. Like my pages. Give me the respect I deserve as a nobody. <laughs> and there's no God. <laughs> That's what's happening in the world we live in. We don't. We if you don't believe in a God, you believe in the God of, of technology. Right, we, we, we came right. up yeah, with that. We, we did an episode about a couple that. Of weeks ago. We yeah. decided that technology is God; it's the new God. No, no, no. Technology has never been God. Technology is the devil. Are you serious? If you if you looked at it in religious terms, you know the the devil was the entertainment director in heaven. Well, it's kind of for better terms. It's term. got the yeah. dichotomy of good and evil because it's making things. Oh, it's making things go away. Like yeah. without the the internet, I don't think the world would have been as aware of. A lot of things, lot of things that happen. Like, oh, no, no. Uh, like Just the female I say castration the thing, I think the internet was a big part of exposing that. Um, the whole cop shooting people. Oh, no, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Like, so it's doing just as much good as it is bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, just because I say something is the devil, I'm not at all implying that it's bad. The devil in itself, the idea, however you want to look at it, de-evils, devils, whatever, these things are necessary and good for us, right? Because if you've never done bad, how do you know good? If you've never been exposed to pain, how do you know pleasure almost? You know what I mean? Like, right. you might know pleasure, but like loss is what I mean. If you've never been exposed to loss, how can you really experience? You gotta hit rock bottom to see the top, man. You gotta, you know, mm-hmm. you can't just fucking coast through shit. That's my point. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I believe the entertainment is the devil, man. It sucks us in. It makes us mindless. It, it takes over a lot of our thinking. It, it changes your perceptions about what people think and feel. It elected this president. Well, it's just like religion. It's all you use it. It's how you use. Yeah, because a lot of people just related, people do the same shit with religion. People uh, 100% are a right. of fucking cons go to church every Sunday and, uh, and they're the evilest yeah. motherfuckers in the world. Exactly. You know, like that's what that's that's another thing. Like I said, like I mean, church itself is good, and I, I want to make sure I say this on this podcast too. I believe church is good for whoever is good for. I want to make sure I get that point across. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, and I do advocate. I'm an advocate for a church, and I do believe that it's, it's a great process to go through. I'm not saying that you have to be a lifetime, lifetime congregation member, is what I'm saying. And what I've learned is if the, if the church is supposed to be in the world, how can you go and put God into a box every Sunday? Well, no, I've, I've said this on this podcast before, but I think you'll like this quote. Um, 
Uh, it's a standing in a garage, uh, or uh, standing in a garage, or standing in a church, um, gives you faith. Like standing in a garage makes you a car. Hmm. Interesting way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. But look, this is the thing about church. Church is about the congregation more than anything else. It's about getting like-minded people in a room and using that positive energy to create good. And that's what people are missing. It's like people who are, are who are coming together. Oh, wait, can I can I ask you a question yeah. about Baptist uh, yeah. congregation? I, I'm not even sure if I'm getting this right. Okay, so one no, time I, I went to Missouri. I was in St. Louis. Um, mm-hmm. I was staying in a hotel, and it was um, heavy, heavily populated with um, black families. Yeah, um, like many staying together in one room, and mm-hmm. um, they were there to see like some sort of TV and evangelical oh, figure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in the middle of the night. Um, my brother and I are out at the bars and mm-hmm. my mom is in our hotel room and she's yeah. fucking terrified because, uh, she's hearing this screaming just all throughout the hotel and it's just like, so she goes out in the hallway to see the fuck's going on and she listens closer and then she finally make out the words and it's people like praying but screaming and crying and just yeah. having these dramatic yeah. episodes. It happens. Well, I mean, what, it's, is, it's, what is that called? Well, to Speaking in tongues. Well, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's speaking in tongues too. But I mean, more so like just when they become it was overcome. Like, Give me! Like, yeah, when yeah, they just yeah, become yeah. overcome. Well, because our brains, while very powerful, we use very, very small amount of it. So when you open up the third eye, just speaking a West Coast term, you know, when you open up the third eye and you're exposed to something, it can become overwhelming. If I ask God for an answer and I feel like oh, I've like immediately, yeah. immediately received it and I get that wash of feeling and emotion over my body, sometimes that could become uncontrollable. That's what that is. And I've had that happen to me a few times in my life where I felt like I lost all control in the situation. And, I'm, and, I, and it, at first it was embarrassing. Yeah. You know, but then... Um, it, it became a lot more than just embarrassing. It was more like it was empowering. You know um, what I mean? I, I it was allowing me to believe that what I believe is true, and I know it's true. I don't care what anybody else in this room. Does. I used to live next door. Now, that's what you're going through at that time. I used to live next door to a Baptist church on Fellensteiner, mm-hmm. and um, man, every Sunday I'd go um, sit on curb and smoke a joint and just listen to them sing. Yeah, uh, it was fucking amazing just to hear that. You feel it, man. Just how much they loved it. Just like. Uh, mm-hmm. It's real. Like, that love is real. And they invited me in a couple times. I was too scared. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That love is real, though, bro. No, it's I'm there sure for, it is. It's, it's usually there because it's been proven, too. It's not like it's blind love. This isn't... Look, look. especially in Christian faith, Catholicism a little different to me. My mother was raised Catholic. You know, originally, my father was Baptist. She became Baptist. But it's not blind faith. A reason why you see those people there every week, the reason why you see those people giving up that money, and the reason why you see so many people taking advantage of those people, they're not taking advantage of them in vain a lot of those people are still being blessed in that situation one asshole being an asshole and turning that into just some revenue stream for himself doesn't necessarily mean it's fake you guys remember the movie leap of faith with steve martin yes one of my favorite movies i've been advocating to become funnier so i can one day redo this movie i want to be (laughs) the black dude i want to be the black traveling minister i want to redo that movie and with creflo dollar and all the scandals and stuff what a perfect time to release that movie but if you guys remember that movie the point of the movie was he was phony as a $3 bill, right? And then he saw something that was real and it scared him shitless, right? And he saw something that was real and made him realize, even though I'm a fucking dick, even though I'm a piece of shit, I've probably actually been doing something good for people without even me knowing. Right. And it scared him because he was a crook. Now he's like, well, I got to get out of here. And he just <laughs> left. 
because that's what happens and that's what happens to a lot of those people in those churches a lot of those people are the same way they don't know say naysayer no god no nothing no, I, no, no, I don't no, think those god. people are necessarily I mean unless they're trying to take a lot of your money or, or something I don't think those people are necessarily doing anything wrong I think a lot of those people are trying to take your money bro. well right but like I think if you know um, like the one we were talking to last week uh, yeah, you know she was had Dee this whole like interesting cat. Yeah, she had this whole um, you know kind of like uh, energyistic um, uh. new age kind of. Uh, she heals with the chakras, yeah, yeah. And meditation, and then I, I figured it all out. You're and, a god. Uh, Everyone's yeah, a god. I, I figured it all out. I'm like, this is cognitive behavioral therapy. This mm-hmm. is just with a little magic put onto it. Well, the thing is. I- Science is just taking the magic off the magic. That doesn't disprove the magic. Well, I think it's, I think just you know good. I, mean? I think good it has just a lot of different I mean, faces. Well, gravity. How a rainbow exists. Does that mean that prism, rainbow yeah. doesn't exist anymore? No, right, that rainbow still, is still majestic. Well, it's like you, you know, you're trying to get a little amazing. kid to eat his vegetables. You know, you make up it's some story prism. about why the vegetables are great. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. But broccoli does taste good if you roast it. Yeah. You put cheddar cheese on it. That's I don't true. eat broccoli. Yeah, yeah, it's got a hundred calories. You know, Mike Brown said make you big and strong like uh, Pac-Man or no? What the fuck's his name? Popeye. No Popeye. That was yeah, the spinach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. any green. No, that was when she was. Well, and with this all brings green. us. She was trying to feed me dots. This is this brings us to. That was hella nature. funny, and neither of you got that. Dots, dipping dots. No, like Pac-Man dots. Oh. Boop, boop, oh. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. We missed that. I one. missed. Sorry, I was because I was thinking about vegetables and how easy it is to. I I'm going to nanny for a small child who's a year old and she's just a doll mm-hmm. and she has this weird disease where she can't eat bread and other things. Oh, okay. So yeah, she's basically that. a little paleo baby and she eats like sweet potatoes and chicken and eats super super healthy and. She loves vegetables because that's all her parents ever gave her. If you just give people the right things, exactly. they won't be terrible people. So it's kind of like religion. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you give people the right dose of religion, like just enough broccoli, yeah. they really like broccoli. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Let's get rid of all the pomp and circumstance. Well, let's you know get rid I mean? of the the crappy popcorn with the fake cheese on it. Like, yeah. like if you don't feed your children beige foods, if you don't feed them chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. then they won't eat them later. Yeah. If you feed them nice, delicious, so just we have to feed them the okay. right religion. Although Christianity, I don't know if it's the best religion. I think Judaism for children is a little more inclusive, and although it's also exclusive because it's like we're Jews and we're better than you guys. Well, I mean, but that's the so, whole thing. That's the one problem with religion, right? Every single religion that I've gotten into, that I've studied, you know what I mean? It's they exclusive, all, but they've all got it pretty much right. I mean, if you look at every religion, the religion they share probably sixty to seventy percent of the exact same beliefs mm-hmm. and. And it's that 30% of control that somebody has put on that religion to monetize it, to to move a uh, political agenda or whatever right, the case right. may be. That's the, the looting property on whatever continent that you're on, even tribal. You know what I mean? Giving respect to the gods, even though they, if, I don't you might not get the name right. You might not get all that right. But I don't I personally do not think. God is caught up on his name because I'm pretty sure we gave it to him. <laughs> right? So at the end of the day, I, I he even just wants his reverence. Yeah. Just give me my reverence. Just say that you know there's something else going on and I'll hook you up. I'll do my best to work with you. Well, as I a, mean... It's an unlimited power, you know. If I think that... I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to believe in the concept of God, but nature is like a real thing. And I feel like the wrath is going to come bite us and everyone will believe in nature as God. But that's a force. When the, nature is a force, right? 
Well, is it is God a, a force? Thing, but it is a force. This is those things that are unseen. Like I said, we had to call it God. We had to create these other things. You know, when you look at um, Africans, right, in general, with the pyramids to the gods and all these other things, you know, we had to come up with a name for this stuff to make it make sense. But that doesn't mean that's right. That doesn't mean that's the absolute truth because it's flawed because we're men and we made it. Right. It's just the reverence of knowing. Even the call it nature. I bet you God is like, I love it when people call me nature. That is so dope. Nature's my favorite name for myself. <laughs> because it's not just nature. It's the force of nature. Right. And people are going to see it when the global warming, because you know that he sh- who shall not be named and his the other he who should not be named they are global warming naysayers they say that it is a fallacy it does not exist right but global warming is not real to push the religious agenda god destroyed the earth by water (sighs) and then they said god would then destroy the earth by fire yeah well sodom warming man sodom and gomorrah happened before and he didn't just might be happening again wouldn't that be good? But and that's the thing is which cities get destroyed? I All say in Texas, definitely in Texas. Eventually, humanity. Listen, humanity can't wait to kill itself. But if you listen to the Michigan. religion stuff, if you listen to the religion stuff, our city will be the one because the gay people are abominations, and yeah. the, I'm well, like, I am part of the abomination. Obo- well, what makes an abomination? I love the abomination, and uh-huh. I don't want it to end. <laughs> but we're gonna move into an abomination problem with the gay people and you, the ladies you know with their proportions so and you know i'm black them. and you know how black people feel about gay rights and gay people we're how? very homophobic as a culture right oh. most of it has to do with our religious beliefs now i move out here to the bay area and that's changed a lot of my ideas behind all that stuff a lot of times because we're separated from something and we t- just choose to stay separate we just won't ever buy into it you know now, I've, I've heard that i've ever i've seen it like in shows and stuff mm-hmm. i didn't know that was actually true that's a super huge thing especially for gay black people you know what I mean? They have to deal with it on both sides. You know, like they're like, right. you know, their family's going to ostracize them. Like, how dare you? And a lot of it comes down to just the core beliefs of surviving as humanity. Huh. If we're all homosexual, and if you look at anything else, right, since everybody believes in evolution, you know what I mean? I ain't seen too many gay tigers. I ain't seen too many gay <laughs> elephants. I ain't seen too many. I see monkeys do a lot of monkey business. But they go and get them some pussy, and then they are going to have babies. So that's what everybody is really looking at more than anything with the homosexual agenda that it looks like it's being promoted. It also is like it's the new rebellion, whereas in the 90s it was being a thug and gangbanger. In 2016, I'm gay, mom. I see this. I'm gay, dad. And then those Uh same people, because I'm 37, 10 years later, married with children, and they're like, that was a phase. How could it be a phase? You know? I I, I got a theory that the rise in. Not everybody. I'm just saying some people. There are some real gay people out here. I've met them. (laughs) They were born gay. No, check this out. I grew up with a gay dude. I I feel like. uh, For real. (laughs) The homosexuality. Trans, I don't know if that's the proper term for it now. I apologize if it's not. Huh? Um, I think it's scientifically, it's the evolution from gender to something else. Um, mm. To do away with gender. Yeah. That's deep, man. You because, know what, because did, you, did you say you read this or this is just something you thought? It's something I thought. Dude, that is a profound statement. I feel the bro. same. I feel the same way about ADHD. Uh-huh. Uh, like it's like it's like I get bored so fucking easily because I can do a million things at once, but I can't do one thing. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's. I feel like it works out better for me once I figured out how to handle it and adapt to this world. Once I hit twenty eight, I I use it to my advantage. Yeah. But like growing up, it fucked me up so bad because I yeah. couldn't do shit in school. 
Nah, but, man, you um, really messed me up all week on that because that makes so much sense, doesn't man. it? It makes so much sense yeah. because it's like if we can get away from male and female, yeah, it just becomes more efficient. Humans, it'd be way more efficient. It's like like I, I said, I'm a builder. It's like, like, said, it's like aliens. You don't see fucking female aliens, male aliens. There's just, just one thing: aliens. aliens. Exactly, yeah, and that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's huh. always been. Yeah. Pushed. I don't know, man. Gazoo was a dude from the Flintstones. Yeah, Gazoo yeah, was true. a dude. He was really, yeah. really. Yeah. He, he was a little. Could have been in disguise though. Could have been in disguise. Yeah, which one was Osmodius? Is it the Flintstones? No, that's. Jetson? Nah. Jetsons. Is it the Jetsons? Yeah, Osmodius. A weird little dude that'll pop out of nowhere. Well, yeah, I think they all have. They're Hanna. both Hanna Barbera, so it it's all that makes sense. It, yeah, 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 yeah. So. platforms. But uh, that's something I'm going to be pondering, man, for the, probably the next few weeks. Dude, we'll get back said. to me on it, man. Let's see because that's yeah. such an amazing idea. But I really like being a dude. I like being a dude too. I, I wish I was awesome. a dude. No, I wish don't. I was a dude. Absolutely. If I was a girl, I would never want to be a dude. Well, no, I want to be. I a, love being a dude. I want to be a dude so people would actually listen to me. When a girl comes Damn, everybody up, when a woman, to you. no, when a woman come up comes up with an idea, when a man comes up with an idea, everybody listens. When a woman comes up with an idea, everybody forms a committee and they talk about it. That's true. It's absolutely right, I give true. You that. But that, yeah, I mean, we guys, got a committee for everything. Guys you said make decisions. Today, women. Get, get committees. to follow or not follow, kind of. Or if they're leading, they have to ask everybody if it's okay. Yeah. Is it okay if I make this decision? Yeah. A- and it's unfortunate because you know. And, and when a woman, when a man leads, mm. and sometimes he has to yell at people, he's being uh, professional and, and businesslike. And when a, an assertive, and when a woman, when a woman leads and has strong opinions and maybe changes her tone then she's a cunty bitch Wait, well, I was fuck Trump like, that shit's coming back that's everybody oh it's all coming back everything that I fought for is all coming back nah man it's all Listen, coming dude, back let me tell you I'll something. never be good enough I'll never nah, be pretty enough no all, one will listen to me unless I'm wearing makeup no one will listen to me unless I'm wearing a suit no one will listen to me unless I'm wearing the right clothing I fought against that for years you know what I am not an unattractive person I'm not ugly, but am I pretty enough? You know, pretty for people for to for, for people to listen to me and to listen to my ideas and to have Man, worth in our society. People. I look at pretty no, people. Well, I don't no, well, no, you listen to pretty women. <laughs> you listen to pretty people. I don't give That's a hard. damn what George Every- Clooney's opinion is. I don't give a damn what any. I don't. I don't. I look at them. Pam, I, it's a difference. I talk to. I a, listen to people who have real intellect. I listen to people who have real insight. I don't give a fuck if that's a homeless dude walking down the street or some senator on a TV screen. If I hear something that seems like it makes sense to me in my situation, of course, whether it be for or against it, I might take a second to listen. But if you're pretty to me, truthfully, you don't have an opinion. Who gives a fuck? I was Your on, life's been easy. I was such a double-edged Your life's been easy I was on pretty. a date with a French woman last night. I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about for she three hours. Either. She didn't either. She was probably blah, blah, blah in French because she knew you would listen because she's French and probably be pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. Exactly. Yeah. Those people live a different life, man. Yeah. Like I told, like okay, you know me and Shelly. That's like my best friend and shit. Right? I be giving Shelly shit all the time because Shelly and Pam have. Shelly's the same, really pretty. They yeah. have the same fashion advisor. You and Shelly drop. Well, she gives me all of her old store. clothes. Oh, I, okay. I don't buy anything. I'm poor. She gives me all okay, of her old clothes. Okay, that kind of makes sense. I think then. these are actually her jeans that she. That is me. so. It kind of looks like Shelly's legs from here. Now that you mentioned yeah. it, so yeah, it she could gives, be. She gives me all her clothes. But I was I was giving Shelly shit. I was like, Shelly, why don't you play it up? You're really cute. Alright, if I was cute, I'm not that cute. If I was cute though, you know what I'm saying? I would play that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Just because and that's part of entertainment. If I was some dude with a six pack, I would wear tight clothes all the fucking time. If I had big ass arms and shit, I would have I would never wear so sleeves. Leslie Small, Ever. a comedian named Leslie Small told me once uh-huh. that, you know, uh, people love cake, but they like it better with frosting. That's true. 
And I said, I don't like to wear frosting. And she said, Pam, you should consider some frosting. Just a little bit. And no sprinkles. So but, you know. last year at the New Year's, I decided for a week to like put myself together and wear clothes and makeup. And people treated me so differently for a week. Uh-huh. And you know what? I hated it because fuck you guys. Fuck you for making me be pretty so you listen to me. You know what? Everyone liked they me better on stage. Everybody liked me better on stage Pam. because I was pretty. They were just fuck you They're the you. same fucking jokes. They're the same jokes. But everybody laughs harder and listens better because I'm pretty? No, because they were trying to bang that. you, Pam. That was, had nothing to do with the jokes. They were then like, you're saying I would that like my jokes aren't funny. Then you're saying no, that, I'm only worth, that people only like me because I'm pretty. So those that's jokes weren't the funny problem. the week before? Well, that's what I'm saying. They weren't people, funny? They, but the people they weren't were laughing funny. as much. When I put right. the clothes on, people like me better, and I hate that. I, got I hate trouble. nothing okay. more than the way that I look. You judge me by the way that I look. Okay. Fuck Good everybody. Point. Good point. But on top, I got in trouble last night for saying something to Cobbs because these, there was a, it was some people that were there that, that sold this joint out, right? Sold this motherfucker out, Pam. We were moving chairs trying to find places for people to sit, right? And I was so pissed off. I was like, you know what? I got to dumb down my comedy so I can become popular. And the GM let me have it. I mean, she's never talked to me like this before. She was like, don't you ever dumb down your comedy. Are you fucking kidding me? You respect this art form, but don't let these idiots up here who are taking over because they were handsome and they say a lot of dumb shit and they pack this place up. Don't let that change who you are because we still respect smart comedians. And in my mind, I was like, do we? Because I've seen Dion Cole, who I have a lot of respect for, come there and do a whole weekend and never have a night that looked that good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I've seen very, very smart comics have half-filled comedy clubs, and I see these flash-in-the-pan, nobody, Instagram, YouTube people who can't even carry five minutes. You know what I mean? They can't carry five minutes, be up there for an hour bullshitting, and the people are just so excited to meet them at the end. And I was like, you still want to meet them after this bullshit? And they were good people. I'm, I'm not hating on them. It's just, don't bring that shit in my house then. Keep that. Go take that shit to the Civic Auditorium or something since you're so fucking popular. Why you got to come into the comedy club? <laughs> but it's the vanity, Pam. It's the vanity that people... The not, see, here's the thing. You're always going to have a core audience of smart people. And I feel the same way. But I might have to dumb it down to get the people to fill in the rest of the seat so I can keep doing my art form. You know what oh. I'm saying? But they... She, I, I, I've retracted my statement. I won't dumb down my shit. But because I was, I was really surprised at just how passionate the entire... Because it, it went from that to she brought the shit up at the bar when we were all drinking. She was like, yeah, Terry's going to be a dumb comic now. And the whole crowd, who they were like, no, nah, dude, we actually like you, dude. Don't you fucking do that. And they all let me have it. And I was like, all right, cool, fine. Maybe there is some room to just be real and genuine and make it. But it just seems so hard in a room full of people who are only caught up on vanity and only caught up on the idiots that are in the society, like Trump and these people who just don't have any care about what they say and how they affect people. I care yeah, how my jokes no, 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 I mean, I actually stopped doing a joke because even though Pam acknowledged it, I did it here at the joke workshop. And I did a joke about how women don't know the price of drinks. They know how much sex they have to do to pay for drinks. And I did it, and I set it up way better than that. And Pam was, of course, there, and she she told me about it. She was like, for some reason, I'm not offended by it. I don't know how you did that. But just because you said you thought you should have been offended by it, I never did that joke again. Because I care about how my jokes affect people. 
Well, you know, it, but I, I agree that women are part of, pro, we're part and parcel to the prostitution mm. thing. We just don't make it legal, which makes me sad. I mean, when you, and <laughs> when a man, honestly, when a man buys me a drink yeah. and I'll tell him, like, I have a boyfriend who I love very much, but when a man buys me a drink, I will still talk to him for an allotted amount of time because I feel like he has bought my attentions. Yeah. He bought my attentions for five. If any dude buys me a drink, I'll give him five minutes of my time. That's fair. Because he basically bought my time. Yeah. Maybe a dollar not the a minute. Whole drink, but until you can see the ice. Cubes. I give him a dollar a minute. You know, if a he's if, if 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 you bought me a five dollar drink, I give him five minutes, <laughs> and I'll best. talk to him. I mean, I understand it. Thank you for the drink. Or or if I don't want to give him my time, I'll usually trade. I'll say, oh, you want to buy me a drink? That's so sweet. Let me give you a pot treat. Shut so up. I feel like there's. Uh, a thing. We, yeah, we need to get started on perfect fervor. No, no, no. Just oh, check okay. out how weird the end of my date went last night. Um, oh, yeah, so, I, girl. so I blew like <laughs> 25, 30 bucks on beers yeah. for this girl. I paid for everything. Yeah. She, she, was, she was hot. I didn't, I, she reminded me of the girl in um, Pulp Fiction, like with Bruce oh, Willis, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want the pot belly. Yeah. Um, like, you know, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, just like whatever. Like, that's like, yeah. she was adorable. And at the end of the night, she told me that basically she wants a visa. And what? she's looking for an engagement and what? she wants to like, what? she wanted like my address so she could mail me money to pay back for the beer. And she didn't want to lead me on because she was looking for someone to get engaged to. At least that's how wow. I interpreted it. Wow, that's exactly nah, what that's happened. That's pretty dead on if you interpret. I mean, because that was, I mean, you looked like you were still searching for it, like you were trying to say the right words. Yeah. So it's like you're still interpreting it, and that's what you're getting. So all, all, all I said was, like, I think you're hella cool. And uh, and she was she, she was like, she's like six months ago, I would do, she's, she's like, six months ago, I bring you in for sex, but no more of that. And I'm like, whatever. And then I was like, I was like, I'm I was like, I, and then I was like, immigration I'm, I'm, in, bitch. No, 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 no. I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I'm really attracted to you, and your mind's gonna change, but my number won't. Oh, that's a lie. Yeah, man. that's heavy right there. And then, uh, and then she made out with me for like five minutes, and then went inside. Um, nice. That's, I, I that's doubt she's gonna call hard. me. This is why I'm single. I don't have good lines like that. I'm only good on. I'm pretty good on stage. Like, the person free, I'm man. Wreck. Take it. Take that line. It's a that good one. is. Genius, like you know, your opinions don't change. Uh, you know what though? The only reason I think I'm single is because I'm out of shape. I think if I go to the gym, I'll have a girlfriend within six. Nah, months. man. I no, got, that's I, I, got, I, I agree. I, I'll agree with that. Well, um, maybe because you feel better about yourself. But no, no, I'm the shit, dude. Right now, I'm fine. It's just, just no. We, I mean, women. And are I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I, I am. I am shallow. I had, uh, and I. I still love him desperately as a person. Mm-hmm. Drummer, comedian Aaron Barrett is a phenomenal mm-hmm. human being. Mm-hmm. And one of the main reasons I broke up with him is that... Um, you guys went out? We dated for like two and a half years. Oh, wow. Drummer, uh-huh. comedian, Aaron Barrett, myself, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was right before Jonathan. Mm-hmm. So the, re- <laughs> the reason I start, and I hate to say it, now I love, and I love my boyfriend. You guys know this is true. Yeah, but for sure. He's super hot. Like, he has a great, he's a skateboarder. He has a, just an amazing body. Mm-hmm. And I even said, and I said it to Paul Sanford, it's so funny. I broke up with drummer, comedian, Aaron Barrett, and Paul Sanford was like, why... Why did you do that? And I said, well, I deserve to be with a really young, hot guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, I'm, I was like, I'm almost 40 and I'm pretty hot for a 40 year old. And I feel like I, I've always wanted to be, I've always, I didn't want to settle. I don't want to settle anymore. I want a young, hot skateboarder boyfriend. And like, I said it out loud to Paul That's Sanford what you and he was like, that is really shallow, Pam. And I was like, you know what? I finally deserved that to get this. I, I've... I can date a hot guy. I get to date a hot guy. 
And because, and I just was like, I'm just going to start dating younger men. And I did. And, and then Jonathan and I got together and he's amazing. And we've been together for three years. But the, the original reason, I, I wasn't as attracted to him. We were on the back patio one day and he took off his shirt and he was wearing a wife beater. And I was like, oh my God, look at his butt. I was like, who is that guy? And that, because he had been hanging out on the back patio for weeks and we talked and I didn't remember his name or anything until yeah. he took his shirt off. And I was like, what the fuck is over there? Exactly. Hot guy. So I got two options. You either need to become super famous, then it doesn't matter what you look doesn't like. Doesn't matter, yeah. And then you just grab that pussy. Then I can grab you that pussy. I, want, I can go to Trump route and either get rich and famous, or yeah. I can just go to the gym. and Because that's the whole thing. I mean, it, it sucks because, yeah, I do need to get in shape so I can live a little bit longer. I don't want to end up like Patrice or anybody else that we True. that we lost way too early because of the lifestyles that we live. Right. And I'm not even uh, that far uh, off. Patrice, it's the like, comedian. But I, but I also know me. And I know that I understand that if women are that shallow, when I become that dude, I am going to be a raging dick. I'm going to be a dick. I'm going to play so sweet. The more of a dick you are, the more fuck over almost every chick because I was like, I'm the same dude I was. But since that dude wasn't good enough for you guys, I'm gonna fuck you. Then I'm gonna fuck your friends and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit on your mother That's and make you need religion. That's why Tara Dorsey needs religion. You're just going to turn into like the first, you're going to turn into the first three Too Short albums. Oh, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, I think I that's what happened with girl these dudes I met last Whitney. night, man, because yeah. they were both gym rats, but I noticed they were very awkward around women. And I was like, you guys went to the gym just to pick up chicks. I, I saw straight through it. Y'all mm. literally went to the gym so you can pick up chicks, but they weren't cool dudes. See, but women are expected to be hot mm. all the time. And men get to have them anyways. Yeah. Which is why I say now, like, I mean, I I got to, I get the opportunity to be shallow and vain. But That's I true. do, I do, I love, even if something terrible happened to Jonathan and he, mm-hmm. his body fell apart and he'd, I'd still, I love him so much. But he needed the but, body to get in. That's my point. Well, and I love it that it stayed so together. But it's the same thing. Guys expect women to do this all the time. And so suddenly no, I'm guys are vain unbelievably and forgiving. Let me tell you that right now. Really? You think we aren't, but those guys that are in relationships are unforgiving. Most of them, most guys I know, because they have to look left on a whole lot of shit and they do and we don't bring it up. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just we don't speak about that. But yeah, guys look to the left a lot and girls I don't think even understand that as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might be hot, but you dumb as a fucking rock. Right. So I keep you around. I'm trying to teach you and make you smarter and better so you don't embarrass me around my friends with college educations. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the type of stuff guys look past. We're like, you know what? She's hot enough. I can teach her to speak at dinner parties. <laughs> That's what we do. Tim, am I fucking lying? Oh, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, man, it was just one girl. She was crazy as a bag of cats. You understand me? Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about swinging over your head, bag of cats. Wow, crazy. Crazy. And I was willing to look past it for two weeks. And I was like, dude, why would you date this woman? She's beautiful, but why would you do this to yourself? Crazy as a bag of cats. Swinging around your head and screaming. Like, she told me, she's like, I know you're looking at me, and you're like, I'm beautiful, but Terry, I'm really damaged. I'm fucking fucked up. And I was just like, come on, man, how bad can it be? How bad can it be? Open up your baggage. Let me see some. You're like, close the bag. That chick was crazy, and she was probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever had the pleasure of spending time with. Wow. And she was unbelievably crazy. And she told me, and I, I still tried for two weeks to make it work. (laughs) <laughs> and it's bad. I was like, you know what? Nah, I love that. Delete, you, you delete, say, delete. I just look left. I love it. That's what we do. But that's what we do. So it works both ways. You know what I mean? For the for the vanity for men, we look the other way. 
You know what I'm saying? We'll look the other way to make sure we keep this cute girl around. And for women, I think you guys will probably look the other way too because this dude has a hot body. Who cares if he's dumb? No, I, I it's they have You'll to be talk smart to him. Right. Well, I'll talk to him if they buy me a drink. Exactly. But my but my <laughs> my my boyfriend, he is really, he's really smart. He's a good dude. He is really smart. Uh, but he does manual labor, so a lot of people have discounted that. But we have conversations all the time about like really deep yeah. things. Uh, speaking of deep, we're gonna we're gonna thank Terry Dorsey. We got deep with you, and we're I know, gonna. This was so great. I really appreciate you guys. Oh, you're amazing. So you're so I I'm so glad you're like our first still Christian person. I know, so there's not a lot of us out there. there. It's not not there are a lot of you, but not in the Bay, not in the Bay and not that are comedians. So this was really enlightening, and um, thank you so much. We're gonna get into thank the second part of our show, which is pervert fervor it's gonna take a five minute break and then we're gonna be right back with pervert fervor running the ones and twos the moogie blues for me's and you's thank you so much terry uh tell us really quickly before we go uh, upcoming shows i know you do stuff at the san jose improv i uh, know i know i have some shows crazy this month is really pretty open so if anybody hears this hit my email to uh, terry g dorsey at gmail <laughs> Uh, I have a show coming up in uh, Modesto very soon, but Modesto. So I know, man. It, I'm all over the place. If anything, man, just go on my social media, please. If anybody's listening, Terry Dorsey seventy nine on Instagram at Terry G Dorsey uh, on Facebook and uh, HeavyweightComedy.com is the website. So check me out. I'm always popping up different places. If you had a comedy spot, you're gonna run into me. Yay! <laughs> and you have a you have a podcast. That's that right. Do, me and Shelly Decompression. Shrebel. That's right. The decompression. Oh, so cute. I'm so glad you said that. So that makes me so warm because it's so hard. You know, I've actually done a podcast here before too, and it's not easy to keep these things going. Uh, yeah. And it's... weekly podcasts are even harder. And this one, you know, we're going on like going to, into three months now. That's great. And uh, it's the decompression hour with me and uh, Shelly Strabel. So it's 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 self hosted right now at decompressionhour.com. Yay! All right, guys, we're going to be back in just a minute with Pervert Fervor. Thanks again to Terry Dorsey. Yay! We'll even, you know what we'll do in the interim? We'll even play some more Moogie Blues by our friend Pervert Fervor. Uh, and then he's going to be right back with more Moogin here on Some Call Me Tim. MutinyRadio.fm.
And now, Pervert Fervor, live, live, live.
Bye-bye.